0: No jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we finally reunite after many, many moons.
1: Many moons.
0: Many moons. What's up, baby? A whole shitload of moons. Sada baby is back at the table. Thank the Lord.
1: Hello, mother.
0: People like us as a duo, so it's 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 probably a relief for a lot of people to see this pop up in the subscription tab.
1: We like us. You know what I'm saying? We 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 wasn't us for a while because of me, and that's okay.
0: Oh, so you're taking full accountability? Because I feel like I, I there's a whole conversation to be had about that, about I mean, our little thing. We can thing. have it. We can have it. I I feel like um, trans people ruin everything, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is a theme. starting early. This is a
1: theme. <laughs> you start early, but um, I feel like um. What I was expecting was like, how can I put it? All right, so my heart big as hell, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And like when I build a rapport with somebody, you know, I'd be like basing it off of as as much genuine action as possible. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you had did so many of those things towards my weight, I was like, bro, really with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my friend more so than you were a media personality, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So when I seen your platform like repost the ignorance that I see it you feel me I didn't take it as a media personality reporting hot media you feel me mm-hmm. I took it as my homeboy trying to slight me for some odd reason and I is is always gonna be hard for me to separate the two but in the same token I didn't look at it from a bunch of different ways. I just looked at it from I wanted to have an attitude way, and I already was getting a lot of slack for it. And I felt like at that point in time, you added to the slack. I didn't look at it like that was your job, for you to report, like, that's what you do any f- way. You know what I'm saying? I, I,
0: I didn't put no bias into it. There's two different types of rappers. Because, mm-hmm. like, all right, there's some some. F- girl who used to be on the Blueface Girls Club who was just hitting me up trying to come on the podcast or whatever and she wants to talk shit about him and Jaden or whatever and you know I'm I'm thinking about it and I'm like oh is Blueface going to be mad at me cuz you know we're, we're we're cool Blueface he's he's my pal and then I'm like Blueface is the kind of person that would be perfectly happy for me to create a shit storm of controversy cuz he's the extreme example of somebody who's just like Any attention is good. Any attention can eventually be funneled back into making some money. And to me, if I'm Sada Baby, I'm trying to be in the news every week for saying some crazy ass. That part. But on the other hand, it's a fine line between being yourself and being the version of yourself that might – Generate the most headlines, which might eventually ch- generate more streams and more interest in mm-hmm. your music or whatever. And this is the game that we all play: is the 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 challenge between do you want to be yourself or do you want to become a marketing machine?
1: And I know that too. Like, uh is is what do you want to call it a battle or something? When you go back and forth in between, like I could say this, and I know it's going to come behind me saying this. And then, do I feel like dealing with what's gonna come with me saying this? You know what I'm saying. So, like, my thing now is I will fully comment a heartfelt response about some that don't got nothing to do with me, like mm. about some some rapper beef or some Bay Mama celebrity woo woo. And before I press post, I just delete it
0: mm. because usually wise, they
1: owed me. I press post, mm-hmm. and then you know what I'm saying. You get trolls and whoop, whoop, but you might not get trolls. You might get a whole nother blog to screenshot your comment and make a post out of that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, you no, know, everybody got everybody got opinion. Whatever they say, that shit like that. Like I got an opinion on everything I see every time. Just like anything, excuse me, that would have to do with me, a random motherfucker having an opinion about. I just type it in, and before I post it, I just delete it. Because my mouth got me into a whole lot of fucking trouble.
0: You know really? What I'm saying? So you have all these walls set up to basically prohibit you from destroying your own career?
1: Yeah, just trying <laughs> not to do no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit that we say like is nothing is shit that breaks the internet or like fucks up everything nowadays. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even though a lot of people with common sense know, like, he don't necessarily mean it like that. Or like That's just the
0: era he grew up in talking, it just don't f- matter, you can't say it. Right, but even it doesn't even have to be some controversial shit about gay people no, or race no. or anything like that, but okay, right now, if there was like a, a album that just came out and you were just like, that shit, weak as f-. Oh Lord, side a just- baby down so-and-so's throat, it's a f- in war zone, they're gonna make it into such a thing, and that is such a normal thing to say. Facts. If you were like, "Oh, you hear the new so and so album?" I'd be like, "That shit sucks." That's a super normal thing for us to say off camera. You say it on, on camera? camera. Oh my god,
1: yeah, it is like that. Y'all know y'all see the memes because I know we all in our own respective group chats. You know what I'm saying? I'm in three group chats full of bull. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if them, if the group chat with me and my Mexicans get leaked. What? I'm canceled 67 times. How'd because in a
0: Mexican group chat?
1: I got some essays in Arvin. You feel me? Shout out Zay. You feel me? Shout out Weasel, Pato. You feel me? Mm. Nick, Bernardo, Fetty, weird ass. See, and and like I, I usually call Fetty another word. You feel me? But I can't do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the homies, when y'all see this, y'all know what word we call Fetty because he's that.
0: But do they call you a hard R?
1: Man, listen. So look. So look. This is the thing with us with that, right? We play so my relationship with them came from gaming, right? Mm-hmm. So, and if anybody is an avid gamer, and, and and if you a gamer with common sense, you play Call of Duty, because that's the get up with your homies game, you feel me? Mm-hmm. If you know what the load in
0: lobbies are. It's still like that? N- nigga. I thought they started like blocking everybody. It's no, impossible. It's, like that? Really? it's impossible. <laughs> it's not like, popular. Like they'll do shit
1: like, okay, so say say you mute the you mute the loading line because you know what you're about to hear, right? Mm. On the plane, on the plane, a mother will start up in the all chat and be like, type one if you don't like such and such And yeah, and it's just like, so our, our relationship came from gaming, you feel me? So we dance around that all the time, but like jokingly with each other because we still come from an era to where like it was some shit to be joked about. Like their hard R is, you know, nigga, uh, uh, Bean with the with mm. the with the ER at the end. You feel me? Now don't <laughs> nobody say it. That's <laughs> they, but not, like that's like they hard R. Like okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, but don't nobody say it. Just like how
0: right.
1: in today's age, like you really got to be a super hard racist to be walking around saying a hard R anyway. You right, feel me?
0: Yeah.
1: But like they don't say it about it. But like it's like. It's That we joke about that we know like if we was to joke about it or or people was to know we was on camera talking about like it'd be a uproar Mm. you know what I'm saying?
0: Because you would get branded as like oh Sada Baby's into this edgy racist humor like even Doja Cat sensitive about it. Doja Cat has a an edgy weird internet sense of humor mm-hmm. and she like will post weird memes sometimes or you'll realize that she's into like weird internet comedians and shit like that but then like it always just becomes a like doja cat is a secret Nazi Every supporter so you have her she's like way too famous to have like a weird quirky sense of humor and and anyone with any level of fame is too famous to have like a weird love for like Listen, racist humor you know what
1: <laughs> you know what that's like, Twitch, I feel like anybody who's a part of the Twitch community, they'll tell you that's where you get your most genuine love from.
0: Mm, yeah. It, t- it takes a lot of love to sit there and just watch somebody this live. This is what I'm trying to tell you. You know, watch a clip afterwards, not that But dedicated. sit there and watch them live. Right.
1: Like, and, and, that's, and that's some shit I understand from, like, everybody who be in my Twitch. And I tell them I appreciate them all the time because, you know, they, they buying subs down there in about a minute. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just to sit in there, right? That allows me to show a side of side of baby that I try to illustrate in my music with my metaphors and references from cartoons to wrestlers and all that type of shit but because of the way I exert my energy the way I I dress and draw attention to the way I dress me dancing and being as much of a personality that I am I get put in a box of just entertainment more mm-hmm. so than being a lyricist. So the side of me that I try to illustrate through my, through my music, like with the video games and my knowledge of Halo or being big in the Greek mythology and shit like that, I get to show it on the video game side on Twitch and, and correlate back to my music to where people will be sitting there watching me and they be like, oh, this is what you meant by such and such a da-da-da. like it still helped, it helped me show what I've been trying to show to my music for a long time. and. It, it go back to that weird sense of humor that we not supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or the shit that we're not supposed to be joking at that we still kind of joke at. Like, it'll damn near come up around there or you'll be playing a game like Call of Duty and you'll hear it, you feel me? And the 1998 and you uh, giggle a little bit, but you'll have to let the audience know we don't condone this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we stand for because we, it's not like we pushing that on the kids. No way. But I know I grew up in the era to where a mother might have said some like that and we laughed because it was funny like you know we're not gonna see certain movies get made ever again
0: mm, oh yeah
1: like say so like do you remember the movie the program the football movie uh a little bit listen all you got to, all you got to remember is a little bit of it they will never ever make a movie like that again but uh-huh. like, they will not even make a varsity blues again right you know what i'm saying like just showing how the uh what,
0: what's the scene in there that's, that's well, about the frats getting drunk as f- and all that
1: the old uh the the, the 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 senior who graduated ten years ago still pulling up to the high school parties. Like you cause that happened in Barcy Blues, right? You feel me? But that's some shit that goes on. But they wouldn't dare illustrate that in a new movie today to say that this is the shit that be happening that your precious a hundred thousand dollar donated to high school. All your boosters. <laughs> All your boosters is paying for uh, yeah. You remember Davy Smith from the two thousand five playoff run? You almost won states. Yeah, he's still at these parties. Right. Still.
0: Yeah, that's a bad look. Yeah,
1: they don't want it. They're not going to illustrate that. But that shit that goes on, like it's so much shit in the old movies that was like
0: yeah, that's normal life, and that's why it was so funny. If you if you play a show and they invite you to a a college party afterwards, are you down? I I did it a couple times. Yeah. And my my thing is. I couldn't. I'm way too old. I've been too old for a decade. No, no, no,
1: no. Not like, not like. I never been to like a, a, like I haven't been in a dorm or on a like, a, <laughs> like, a, like a campus like that since I was right. But like eighteen, nineteen, yeah, a dorm is like a weird that look. But I've had a show at a college and they booked me at an after party and every body is it, freshmen and sophomores and you can tell by how they dressed and yep. But shit, I'm getting paid, so I'm about to sit here, drink a couple shots, laugh at y'all. <laughs> we get the <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? Like. The only thing I don't do is like birthday parties.
0: <laughs> Why wow, it's just too corny.
1: Just because I told so many of my family members no, <laughs> so it's like I can never let myself get booked for one. You know what I'm saying? What about bar mitzvah? That's different. I'm doing a kinsinetta or a bar mitzvah. Really? Yeah. Damn, is that racist? Because I'm not doing black people shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that would be the main problem is that you would be happy to play to a backyard of black people, but that the no, Jewish community. No, you don't get it. No. Hell no. It's too personal. If
1: I go, if I, if I perform in a backyard, like, like with my family or some black people, that's just because I, I just want to do it. Mm. You feel me? But like me actually having the show in the backyard, the show won't happen. You know what I'm saying? The show won't happen. Everybody gonna be pulling me every which way you hear me. I'll mm-hmm. barely be able to walk to the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it's just a little different but like a bar mitzvah And like all right, I'm gonna break it down. I'm break it down. <laughs> a bar mitzvah You gonna get that money on. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying you gonna get the heavy-ass front end They gonna probably they gonna ask you what you eat. You know what I'm saying? It's a bar mitzvah. You know, they go all out quinceaneda who don't want a bunch of Mexican food? You know what I'm saying? Real Mexican food, you been Pozole, Manulo, you know what I'm saying? Agua Chiles, all that type of shit. Nah, your auntie booked you for a birthday party. She gonna, you gonna tell her the price. She gonna say she got it. It's gonna be a little short when you get there. She gonna try to pay you in food. Auntie gonna try to give you a couple <laughs> plates. You know what I'm saying? And and smack your chest and don't be like that. The fuck you talking about? This. My job. You're that's talking about why like I didn't
0: your, want to do this. Your aunt or this just like an gonna, auntie no, This is how it's gonna
1: go. Yeah, like
0: if it was if it was one
1: of my aunts, like
0: it would probably go like that. Because it's gotta be tough to charge your own aunt for a show.
1: I don't. That's why I don't I try not to do nothing musically with family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want them. For one, I don't want to under or overcharge nobody that I'm related to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't wanna I, I can't let nobody book me at all because the moment I let one family member book me. The family gonna think that's what they can do. They can book me. Mm. No, man. Uh-uh. It's all about boundaries. Yeah, yeah. It's it's about boundaries and that's just, you know, I daren't want to talk to my family and and, and just be CJ. Yeah. So exactly. I just be my daddy's son. Like my me and my grandma, my, my daddy mama, she don't talk to me about music. I don't think she ever asked me one question about rap. Like, I don't think my grandma Eva ever asked me one fucking question about rap. Right. Like, I damn near tried to talk to her about it, and she went, went the other way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I wanted I wanted to just be what it. even though, in a sense, it will never all the way be the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to be like that as much as possible.
0: I feel like I have a fork in the road that I kind of have to decide at a certain point over the next few years, which is basically like, do you want to expose your kid to your pretty cool life or do you want to just completely just be a dad 100% don't bring her to anything don't ever have her around shit it's a tough decision i don't know if i'll if i really have as much of a choice as i feel like i do
1: um well it's that's that's i think it's i think it just depends all the way on, on on how you want her to look at shit bro Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause my two nieces, I don't got kids, but like my two nieces one and two, I look at them like my kids and yeah, it's a bunch of shit that I don't even, you know what I'm saying? They only four and two, but it's a bunch of shit that I already foreshadowed that I'm like, I don't want them to be involved in or like like I know I, I make sure I don't my my the one that's four, she just started school. Mm-hmm. As bad as I wanna take her to school, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the school to know that this is how the baby's niece. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because as much as you would think it might get some favoritism, or whatever. I don't even want that. And then I don't, I don't want nobody else nitpicking with it just because she my niece. Mm. So like that's a, it's a, it's a touchy thing right there. Cause yeah. and they gonna end up finding out eventually. But like right now, I feel like they too young for to be giving them extra attention because they know that they my niece.
0: Right. Are, when are you gonna have a kid? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have one though, but I don't
0: know. You're, you're looking for the right girl, the right BBL.
1: <laughs> not the BBL. <laughs> the BBL. The BBL shouldn't make nobody want to have a kid. No, that's <laughs> not the vibe. <laughs> Man, no, nah, because what you're looking for is already false. Mm. Like the BBL, BBL should make you horny. It shouldn't make you wanna.
0: Have a kid with it. Yeah, but when you get horny, you end up having a kid. It's usually the order of events. No. Nah, you, you get, get horny you, enough and you shoot the club up. You can get Bro, horny. You, you, you can gotta get hit, get horny. You, gotta get, kid.
1: you can get horny and and not never have a kid.
0: I've been I've been horny a thousand times. I ain't got no kids. You're the rare rapper who's good at pulling out.
1: That's so funny that you say that. Not a ever,
0: condom guy. You're not a condom guy. No way.
1: I'm I'm great at pulling out. This is mm-hmm. hilarious though.
0: Okay. A lot of rappers seem like they really struggle with pulling out. Man.
1: Nah, I think a lot of rappers just be like, it, I got some money now so I could take care of a kid. And then a nigga
0: don't be wanting to pull out no way. Youngboy seems like he probably has the worst pullout game in the in the industry. I think, I, I think, I think, bro, like. That's just his hobby?
1: Yeah, like for him, I think, I think my assumption is he like, and try to just make sure he got a long-ass legacy. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's I think that's anybody who have a lot of kids though. Like they want their legacy to be long. Like, I got a homeboy that got like thirteen kids. I got a uncle that got um I think Uncle Q got 13 kids as well. Thirteen or eleven. Yeah, I got like little cousins in Hawaii mm. that I never met, cause of my uncle. Um yeah, I think anybody who have like eight, eight nine, 10, like up in there, like over seven. Probably like over
0: five, think is Strong Legacy. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, think about Mayweather's kids. They're just out here. Are how
1: many they, kids Floyd got?
0: 20-something, I think. Floyd got 20 kids? I don't know. But either way, that's like, think about how many of your little minions you have just out there in the world. Like, one of them's going to be good at something. But unfortunately, one or more of them are going to have bad characteristics. They're going to be living under a bridge, and then that's like, oh, shit.
1: Trying to think, I mean, he got five. Where the fuck you get 20 from?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like I've like ran into a million of his kids. Fuck.
1: Hey, that nigga put 15 extra kids on that man.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. That's gonna be such a funny moment for anyone nah, who knows. <laughs> uh, who got,
1: what the, uh, George Foreman got like, That's what I was thinking of, right? George Foreman got like 13 kids and he named all of them George. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he named all of them George, even the girls. Right, that's the stupidest shit ever.
0: (laughs) It's just confusing. (laughs) Even the girls, That's just
1: not cool. (laughs) Like that's that's a dirty trick. Really, I ain't gonna lie. Like once once they got older, how many? Twelve,
0: Twelve. solid. Young boy got twelve and he's young as
1: fuck. Oh, young boy like twenty four, something like that. I mean, but he also got twelve kids, millions
0: of money. Exactly. Like, if me or you were to have 12 kids, it would probably be irresponsible. No,
1: it's it's not probably. (laughs) Not probably. Nigga. It would f*** our financial situations
0: up. He's got infinite money. He could just do that.
1: I already take care of three kids, and I don't have kids, so.
0: Why? um, So you're in that position as a rapper where everybody just kind of comes to you, and you end up giving out loans all the time, and you're paying people's bills um, for certain things. Not like that,
1: but, like, I feel like the, the 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 three kids that I that I be that I do what I do for, I got like a little obligation to them out of my own heart. So, uh huh. Yeah, it ain't. But I for sure at, at the same time I've been that rapper. Like I have, don't have been I don't went broke to help the homies. Really? I don't went I would have been broke a few times from helping the homies. or Just over extending my hand. You feel me doing more than what I go for
0: it. Right. And at a certain point, you do you have to just learn to be a. Or do you just have to accept? I, I'm that trying you're to learn to that, that
1: now. Like I keep, t- I keep saying it out loud. That like I'm, I'm done just over tipping mother and and, and extra paying mother for small shit. And, and you feel me? Or, or I got it, I got it, uh, paying for everything, fronting the bill. Like I'm trying to learn that trait because uh, I look at it as if if I was if I was stingy. Like, if I was a hoe ass nigga in, in our sense of of not looking out, like, I'd be rich as hell right
0: now. When you first get money from rapping or becoming a YouTuber or whatever the fuck it is, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm rich. And then time starts going by and you're like, oh no, like I have a business and there's going to be expenses. And it's like, this is something, I, if but I want to maintain like this in the long run, I, I can't just be acting like I just fucking won the lottery.
1: And that's all, that's all you do when you when you used to not having a lot of money, and then a lot of money is at your leisure. A lot of money is getting made all the time. A lot of money is what's always going to be right there. And when that happens, you get to live beyond your means. You get to overspend it. You get to buy shit you don't need to buy, all that type of shit. And you get to keep on in the end. Once you do that, you got to keep that jacket on for a while. Right. You, you know gotta what I'm saying? Keep... Like, once you play it like that a couple times, that's how you got to play it for a while. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that shit hurt you and put it in your pocket. So, in a sense, you I, you do got to learn how to be selfish a little bit. And that's what I'm not saying I all the way learn how to do that yet, but I'm trying to learn that. And in, in a sense, to where it helped me. Because if I can't, at the end of the day, if I can't help me, I'm not going to be able to help nobody nowhere.
0: It's, it's hard to know where you're at while you're in the moment but where do you feel like you're at in your rap career? Like, what kind of rap career do you have, and, and at what point in it are you? Because I mean think about, like, the last couple of years and shit, like, I feel like the last time we did content was, like, right before you had the Nicki Minaj verse, which mm-hmm. I assume was, like, a very big spike it's in big interest. Thing. It's a big thing. So yeah. where, where, what's your sense of where you're at right now and trying to really do this thing, you know?
1: Uh, where I'm at right now is a mother who... Um, In my own words, like, I look at it like a hoop game, you feel me? And I had my first quarter, which was, like, my whole Detroit run and the whatever effects you want to say came from being with T, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then right after that was, like, The end of the first, and we going into the second quarter with a lead. You know what I'm saying? And that was pressing, you know what I'm saying? The King Bond shit and the shit with Nikki and, whoop and all that whole run. And then it was halftime, and it was like, what I'm supposed to do with the momentum from the whole lot of chopping shit with Nikki and all that. And I lose my page.
0: Mm,
1: all right, right, right. You feel me? Lose the page with a million followers. Do you know why exactly? Yeah, but I don't want to like act like I'm still keeping up some static between me and a mom. It's because of a person, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. It was, It's was because of a person. I, granted, I had got numerous warnings from talking how I used to talk.
0: Right. but Many a gang member who engage in violent threats on Instagram Live and shit have learned the lesson on, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that happened like that. And then like shortly after, probably like um like a few months after that, or probably like a year after right like close to a year after that, uh my pops died. Right. Then, so like when he died, I really all the music I released, like songs I like song called Rojo, and it did like Kind of decent, like more than like 9 or 10 million views or some shit like that. But it was a song I had been recorded though. Like all the music I had was releasing within like the little two year span between him dying and now was like old music. Like I just, the shit I was going to record, because I still was trying to go record, and it just wasn't coming out right.
0: Like. Really? You were f in the head like that?
1: But. Yeah, like I didn't like, and I usually always like some of my shit, you feel me? probably a good 80 songs I didn't like. Like I recorded, like the day he died, I went, to, I went and recorded, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just trying to, like, I don't know, I you feel me? I still don't really know what to feel when they come in. but it's like, I try. I went to go record that night. I had my little brothers with me, you know what I'm saying? And, I think I did, like, nine songs, some shit that night. And I, like, they was, like, I was rapping, but it was like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing was just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't clicking for real. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't clicking for a long, long time.
0: Well, you think part of it's your ear? Like, your ability to appreciate it was damaged? Or do you think it was just that, like, your content wasn't, inspired because you just weren't in the right headspace?
1: Um, Probably both. But less on the ear part because like I went back and listened to it and it was ass. Mm. You
0: know
1: what I'm saying? Like, still was ass. Like, I'm like, that wasn't it, game. You feel me? And I'm saying it's ass compared to what you know I'm capable of putting out, you know what I'm saying? What I know I'm capable of putting out, you feel me? Like, just because it's unreleased music, I could release it and somebody would probably like it because it's just new side of it music, but it wasn't good. Like, okay, for instance, Whole lot Out Choppers. When I recorded this song to when I released it, two different time frames. Mm-hmm. I held that song and kept it away from the label for two years on purpose. Really? Like they only could hear it on Zoom meetings. Like they have a Zoom meeting just so they can hear the song. I'm like, All right, I'll play it for y'all. I'm not sending it to no fucking body. Just because I didn't wanna, I'm like right now, it's not the right time for me to release this song. You feel me? I don't got enough going. And when I held it for two years and I released it when I released it, you feel me, I deal with this, so it's like, I got songs like that that I know it's gonna do to do, but it's like I have to, like right now, I wouldn't release my unreleased song I got with King Vine. Mm-hmm. You see know what I'm saying? Like me and Vine got another record. I'm not gonna release that right now just because. Or I'm not gonna go find the Chris Brown record and and fully release it like people been asking for it right now just because. Like no, I want my my momentum to be what it needs to be. Like I got shit with Marguerite B.A., you feel me? Like, don't know other rapper got a song with that man. Not about to drop it right now, just because. Like I want everything to make sense.
0: How would you rate yourself as a label signee? Because I kind of remember seeing Wallow have like a or no Wayno. God damn it, mm-hmm. why do I always do that? Wayno. I remember seeing the look in his eyes where it was like, Oh, okay. It's a little stressful being side of baby's A and R.
1: Asshole. <laughs> yeah, I ain't make it easy on nobody, but I always felt like maybe one or two people at the label even understood what I was. So I never really had the room to give a fuck about what they gave a fuck about. Mm.
0: But w- was that version of you a couple of years ago different than the version of you Today, in terms of like how serious you're taking shit or how professional you feel like you're behaving in terms of your career.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I was super hot too. Right, I was real hot. So, and I don't I don't be like using the 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 drink shit as a crutch. Like that's why I want to blame that now because I was a fully functioning addict. Like you know that I get up early and still be high. I be in the studio for nineteen hours, still recording twenty some songs, good legible songs, while wow, I was high. It's like when the when the SpongeBob video went viral and everybody thought I was incapacitated high, like you don't know me. I over exaggerate everything I do. You feel me? If I was inca- incapacitated high, I wouldn't been fucking letting nobody record me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like Did that shit play a part in my mood? Probably yeah, like seven times out of ten, yeah. But a lot of times I was a, I'm an attitude new anyway. Right. I'm, I'm, I had a bad attitude problem from my mama. That's some shit that I try to work on more so than me wanting to work on professionalism. Mm-hmm. Like if my energy right and I know I'm not aiming nothing in a bad place, then like professional is just what's going to have to come at the end of the day anyway.
0: Well, that, that's the weird thing about me and you probably both have this in common, whether it's because of the, the drank or just because of how we are, mm-hmm. but we're both very opinionated and kind of moody. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, for so, sure. so the only reason why you are where you are or I, why I am where I am is just because of the fact that we make choices that work well in terms of me who I was interviewing in the beginning was that's the choices I made that kind of define the brand for you. Every time you put a sentence together in a song, it's all about like how cool it sounds, how how interesting you can make it, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you're, when you're kind of moody, but you're also extremely opinionated. A lot of times you don't really know once, once you kind of become self-aware, you don't really know a hundred percent, if it's just your mood, and that's why it helps a lot to like take some time with your decisions Thanks. sometimes to think like, okay, if I if I hate this song at eight o'clock in the morning, like maybe I'll feel a little different twelve hours from now. So maybe I should just kind of let it sit.
1: No, that's true. I, I get mad at shit, and then I get I I get mad at a person, mm. and then within. <laughs> Within I, I swear I'm lame as hell. Within like, cause I, I'm trying to get you a real snare. Cause this shit just happened the other day. Mm-hmm. Within five minutes, and this is how God work. You know what I'm saying? I call myself being mad at somebody, right? And I'm man made up mad and I go to Instagram or something, and said person I'm mad at is like, the first or second comment on some shit I just posted, supporting the fuck out of me. You feel me saying some shit that's warming my heart. Mm. And I'm like, bro, yo bitch ass, bro. Like, bull out, school, Like, <laughs> you just, you just gotta get mad at a nigga, bro. Know you love that nigga. Like, and of old, I got mad and stayed mad and wouldn't give a if he came to support or like whatever it was, but it's like, I'm too old for that shit. And I know a lot of motherfuckers around me, damn near 100% of them don't mean me no harm, you know what I'm saying? And they put up with my attitude and they know I got mean streaks, but they know I love too, you know what I'm saying? They know I love and they know everything that I ever tried to do was for us. Like I say it to them niggas daily, this shit not for me, it's for us. That's why I've never had no plethora of millions or no bunch of money to sit on because every time I got anything that looked like a lump sum, I went and did for somebody else. Every time. They can't tell me I ain't like every time I got lump sum money, I did something for somebody else.
0: You regret that at all now? Or is that just No,
1: because them niggas gonna go around other situations or live life however they gonna live it and they gonna understand that dude one on one. They gonna understand, like, the way that shit went when you was with me or whenever you was around me, yeah, that shit was special. It's because this shit don't go like that everywhere else. The next nigga not gonna give a fuck to make sure you got a hotel room or uh, a flight anywhere or uh, they gonna damn near eat in front of you, gonna keep getting fresh in front of you. Now I done gave away jewelry on top of jewelry on top of jewelry. I was supposed to have... I'm talking about not what I would've bought hypothetically, what I actually had, And Fucking, I was wearing like six bracelets on. Mm-hmm. I got all the bitches away so niggas could do it. And I'm I'm just saying, I didn't give a fuck. My thing was, I'ma have six bracelets on and this nigga wrist don't got nothing. And I got this nigga in Indiana with me, Texas, wherever the fuck we going, woo woo. And all right, here bro, you put these bitches on. You feel me, We you got to look sweet too. You know what I'm saying? And anyway, like, alright, I keep on wearing this shit, nigga. And he halfway dressed like that, bro. Huh. Woo boy You about to go shop where I shop at real quick. A couple of dollars, I don't say nothing. Like, you supposed to keep a player, cause it was niggas who it didn't happen often, but niggas who did that shit to me before, and I'm like, that was sweet as hell. You feel me? Like, nigga, I was broke. Like my homeboy Shark, nigga. I don't know where Shark was getting a bunch of money from, but my nigga Shark was getting a bunch of money. You hear me for a minute, nigga, and he knew I wanted to do the rapping shit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You know when I I'ma tell you is my other cousin, in this mix too. You feel me? Is 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 like half the reason why Shark was with me how he was because he he synced it. Say they nigga tell you all you gotta do is bro you with this music shit. I'ma support you. Hit me up when you need some money. I don't want you selling no drugs. none of that shit. Nigga, I I I'll give you some money every time you try to go to the studio. Bet. You pull up, go get that money, and then they give you $10. <laughs> this is a true story.
0: <laughs> this is a
1: true story. They gave me $10. I was like, all right, thank you. I went and got a half pint of Hennessy, and went and talked to the, the engineer, DJ Brown, I love you to this day, Can you turn and the, DJ the, Brown,
0: the, oh damn, was that me? Yeah, sorry.
1: Which one was that?
0: I think it was the top one. Uh-uh. That's I'm sorry. Why does a person need three phones? Because
1: you gotta have a number that everybody got, Mm. and then a number that don't nobody got, and then a number that a few people got.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't have like a hoe phone.
1: A hoe phone? If if you want to call it this one, this the this the I give anybody this number phone.
0: Oh, so you feel me? go in that category?
1: Yeah, hoes, hobos, winos, (laughs) whatever. But um. I went and got half pie hands Hennessy with the $10, went to the studio, talked to the engineer and producer, DJ Brown, I love you. And he believed in the potential enough to let me record for free. Mm-hmm. And I recorded some of my, like my two, two of my first biggest songs out there, like uh, Stacy and Sticks and Stones. You know what I'm saying? Now, Shark, knew that I was supposed to be getting money from another cousin, you know what I'm saying? I ain't blaming cuz whatever the f- this is just a true story, nigga, you told me, you had me, you gave me $10. Shark seen this, you feel me? And he knew I could rap for real. And every time Shark went to Jimmy Jazz, you feel me? Like We weren't going to even Marcus or nothing. But every time we, we went to Jimmy Jazz, I went to Jimmy Jazz.
0: That's cool that you have Jimmy Jazz. We used to have that in me? New York. That's he went and got a little spot. bullshit
1: two-piece outfit. I got bullshit two-piece outfit. Mm-hmm. Girl, he got some new jeans, he'll wear them a couple times and let me wear them, you feel me? Remember niggas was wearing Kevin Durant's and all that type of shit back then? KDE's, all like, bro, he was looking out for me. So like that shit, I remember, to where I know like, nigga, if I got money, you feel me, which I do got money, I'm just not about to be shopping in nigga face or like I got all this excess shit, now I'm gonna get some of this shit away. Ooh, so I don't regret nothing of it because a nigga gonna go to another situation where he not even looking for it, but it's just gonna hit him in the back of the head. Like, damn, if I still was with bro up when I was with bro that shit was different. A nigga would've just gave me that. That nigga just tried to charge me for that shit. Mm. That nigga ain't even think to ask me if I wanted some of that shit. Ooh, yeah, a nigga not gonna think. Like, he not, so I hell no, I don't regret it, bro. Because I hope, like, my actions, uh, making them motherfuckers take them same actions once they get a bunch of money and they the breadwinner for whatever circle that they they leading on. You feel me? And to do the same way, cause you you get the more and more of them type of niggas in the world, should be nicer,
0: be calmer energy. But I feel like if you're a rapper the reason why you have all this jewelry and shit that is like uncomfortable heavy you know dangerous oh, it's, uncomfortable. It's, uncomfortable. it's comfortable okay mm-hmm. the reason why you have it is it's all just marketing right it's mm-hmm. all about presenting you as this fucking king who's just dripping in diamonds and and has a new expensive jacket every day and fucking, you know, just rappers just do things that like normal people don't do. Normal people have like a couple jackets and they just kind of like wear those all year.
1: I got a lot of fucking clothes.
0: <laughs> I
1: got a lot of fucking clothes, I, but I, I I I rewear a lot of clothes too though. Right. Like I break that rule. Like I don't know who said you're supposed to wear that shit once. And that shit cost too much money. I'm wearing that shit like five time.
0: Right. But it's more like if you're gonna do something important. If you go to an award show, yeah. if you're in a, if you do a music video, yeah. You really can't afford to be rocking the same jacket in multiple music videos. No, not that.
1: <laughs> not that. But Damn, let me see, did I wear a, no, I ain't wear that jacket in two different videos, did I? I'm trying to think if I did that before.
0: Especially if it's like a noticeable Jacket. That's
1: what I'm saying. it Would have been something noticeable. That's what I'm trying to think. Of.
0: But you could rock it with like you could just rock it with like a different shirt, and it might. You look can't do totally it multiple. Different.
1: You can't do. You can't do it like a bunch of times. Yeah. I'm just. I'm saying in real life, I wear some like like you know a nigga not gonna take pictures
0: every day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, nigga go for sure. Wear some shit to eat and wear. Is there a time limit on every chain? Hell no. You could be rocking a chain for ten years. All right, hold on. <laughs> you'd have to be like getting new ones along the way too. I feel like as a yeah, rapper. Yeah,
1: no, like, like the only way, only way you should have like, only way if you ain't switched the chain up in ten years, is if that bitch got to be like, competing for best chain every year <laughs> <laughs> for them whole ten years. Like, that bitch got to be that sweet. Cause even, even like Floyd, that big ass Cuban, like he wear that bitch for a minute. We don't be seeing him wear that bitch no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, like, you, you know, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta keep getting, you right. You gotta keep, it's, it's a timely on the bitches. I say about. Like, seven years.
0: Mm. Well, like, jewelry trends change a lot, too. Yeah, because if the you. The plain look, Cubans that you have or whatever, you could rock forever, because that's not gonna change. But in terms of, like, something like a big fucking monkey head, I mean. You're going to get sick of looking at it at some point. I don't know, man. You might want to switch it up. I feel like it's it's not. The, the weirder know. it is, the more there's a shelf life, right?
1: No, I probably, I probably, I probably, I probably, it'll turn into, I never do nothing with it, but it'll turn into a piece that I wear when I feel like wearing it. But yeah, I ain't getting rid of it, though. You can't get rid of your pieces.
0: Mm. You think I'm I mean, missing you out? Can. Am like, I missing do. out on life by not having jewelry?
1: You should get a 22 piece.
0: Yeah, I do have one from back in the day, I, I never wear it.
1: Yeah, you need to, like, just wear that bitch on, like, Tuesdays.
0: <sighs> that's just how I'm, I'm, that's the one thing that's keeping me from becoming a rapper and not With rapping. Your chain? Yeah, not having a chain. No. <laughs> you don't
1: need no chain to rap. But you know what's crazy?
0: Very few rappers don't have chains.
1: No, nah, but what's crazy is some niggas that think you need a chain to rap.
0: Oh, yeah. Go to Atlanta. Everybody's just... It's aspiring rapper world. And everybody's got a chain with their fucking name, which I actually really appreciate because I have a hard time remembering people's names. When they walk up to me and it says their fucking name on the chain, I'm like, wow, thank God. It's like a fucking name tag.
1: No, this the like... Like, in today's age, I don't think I... Like, it probably, it probably was like that in the, the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Like, if you was on the scene, but like seeing how many motherfuckers that don't rap or that's not famous that just got jewelry like it's damn near amazing
0: mm.
1: like motherfucker you and you ain't never seen this nigga ever in life <laughs> I have nigga some good ass jewelry on some sweet shit he be like who the fuck is this nigga
0: and then I'll be looking at their Instagram and like trying to figure out if it's if it's like they're actually successful or if the chain just has me kind of like fooled
1: no nah, because <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Some niggas, some niggas be too icy for what they try to say their music career is. Oh, yeah. Like, it don't add up.
0: Like, you icy as hell. I don't know none of your songs. Or, like, guys you see at events or, or clubs or whatever, and they have, like, the nicest clothes and the ill-ass jewelry, and they got some bad bitches. You've never seen them before. But then, like, you you look at the music, and you're like, oh, my God. Nah, like nah, how, see, could this, how could you be so advanced in all these other things and so bad at the music part?
1: You know what's crazy? That type of person, if you just take away the music, he's sweet as hell. Mm. If you just, if he he don't try to rap, you feel me? Sweet as hell. And extra off the radar, too. Mm. So you really live in comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the clothes. You got big-ass ice better than some niggas that's already rapping with better music than you. And you feel like the one thing that's missing out your life is rap.
0: Because now that you're high, you're already high profile, so it's like by default you can't even imagine what it would be like for nobody to know you. But it's an awkward thing because we fantasize, kind of, I, I assume or me a little bit, about what it would be like to be having money and low profile, because mm-hmm. then you can just do whatever. Mm-hmm. You go walk around downtown like that's that. why
1: we wear it. That's why that's why we fell in love with the helmets. You know what I'm saying with the. With just the ski mask Johnson, so you feel mm. me? Like I know, I know, I I love my shit for sure. But you know, I got hand tattoos and all that type of shit and futuristics, and and, and and I had to literally have both my hands. You feel me? With the ski mask on, but that little feeling right there is fire.
0: They said Eminem was riding around on his bike in the hood with a mask on during COVID.
1: Who said it?
0: I think Eminem said it in an interview. It's like for the first time in like forever. Boogie said that about Eminem. Isn't that insane? I wonder like how Hood we're talking. Or is he just like riding his bike around like a normal area, right? He did. He did. What? Put on the mask so that he was completely anonymous and then just like went out riding bikes and shit in a way that, because Eminem's like the most high security motherfucker. You never see him pop out anywhere. But he was just riding his bike around like on some regular shit during COVID for the first time in like 20 years. I believe it. Isn't that crazy? Must've felt so free.
1: That's sweet as hell. That's sweet as hell.
0: Detroit lore right there.
1: He don't got no tattoos, so he, you feel me? So yeah.
0: Put some gloves on. He looks that's, like anybody.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how I'm picturing. I'm picturing a new ski mask on, so white tee, and just the white arms, you feel me? Like some some gray or blue Dickie shorts. You feel me?
0: It gets tough during the summer, though.
1: And it's, like, gloomy.
0: In the summer, like, you don't want to be wearing a shisty.
1: Shit. You, tell, tell them young niggas that. <laughs> You're, you would look big, crazy because um, you got the big beard.
0: No, nah, they, they,
1: <laughs> the, the beard for sure be pushing through that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, them young niggas wearing a shisty through January through January. Mm. Yeah. in well, church and they school pictures. <laughs> Yeah, y'all ain't see the nigga take the graduation picture with the, with the uh, ski mask on?
0: Uh, I did see that, yeah. That's yeah, funny. that's a real thing. I can't believe they let him do that. Ain't no lit. He had a ski mask on. <laughs> they ain't one try to fuck with him. He probably had a 30. In school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but all right, so what's the state of the union, the, the state of the health of the Detroit scene? Because it's like, since we last talked, we kind of like... The scene, this this wild ass mm-hmm. wave with all the Flint shit taking over, and Rio having his crazy ass arc, and obviously like babyface Ray still in the middle of his arc, and V's is having a crazy ass arc. Yeah, V's tripping. And uh, meanwhile, like you know, you you got popping like before even a lot of that shit started popping off, but now it's kind of more like each it's like each man for himself in a sense. Whereas there was like a united like De, like Detroit slash Flint. Wave for a while but now it's like everybody's like figuring out how what they're going to stake their claim to in terms of the scene
1: yeah it it looks like that um it's probably going like that naturally but I know behind closed doors everybody's trying to figure out a way to coexist for the betterment of the city so like there's a lot of shit to go on niggas that people don't see or don't hear about but as far as is looking like every man for themselves, everybody is like damn near an individual act anyway, mm-hmm. and the different shit that they known for is what they already known for. So standing on top of that ain't gonna be hard no way. And then you got niggas like Rio on his way home, and he is like probably the most fun rapper, mm. like, when they come to not getting bored of what he going to say next, like, he got a long, long time to keep rapping. You got the Baby trines, then you got Skiller. True. You feel me? Like, Skiller, the ultimate ladies' man. You mm. feel me? Right now, like, he can't go wrong when he rap about the bitches. He go crazy every time, and they love it. Mm. That's that's going to be a win, like, forever. Then, T just a good rapping-ass nigga.
0: Like True. He just rap good as he's good at uh doing the celebrity thing and keeping himself in the conversation with all the streamers and the fucking you know, all that shit. Like he's 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 a good celebrity, which a lot of rappers who are like good at making music are not mm-hmm. good at being out there like that and staying no, in sure. the conversation.
1: No, for sure. He do the right shit. Like I I was watching him, um he was eating uh some of the barbecue from the, the rib tip nigga, the ox nigga with the you know, the big cocky chef that always be here with barbecue and this shit, man. Right. He came and personally cooked some shit for tea. So, you're right about that. He's staying in the mix for sure. And, you know, his, his video game is, like, the best RP server that's out there.
0: When GTA 6 drops, that's probably going to get so much crazier for it's him. going It's going to be the fire. biggest spike ever.
1: It's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. And I'm going to be right there with his ass.
0: Really? So, you guys are, like, tight like that now?
1: I mean, we always have been. It's just we wasn't talking.
0: For, like, Two years, three About years, least, something like that. Like four, four like three years, or four years. Right. Like and Skiller was like the thing that brought you back together,
1: in a sense. Like it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for him.
0: Right. Because there was definitely moments where we were seeing Skiller with him and just thinking, like, "Whoa, like we're not used to seeing these streams cross in such complicated ways."
1: Yeah, you know, um, Skiller. Skiller, skiller, I'm me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we different. We wired different when it comes to certain shit, and that's okay. Like that's that's the reason why we brothers. Not mm-hmm. supposed to be all the way. alike, you know what I'm saying? But how he look at shit to not be super deep until it's deep in his in his eyes. Shit might be super deep to me on the surface, and that's just because I be wanting to have a problem with shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: that makes me think of like 50 fell out with buck back in the day because buck was just like he was hot and so he's going and doing shit in the rapper world mm-hmm. and he's rubbing shoulders with fat joe and ja rule or, or i don't know if it's ja rule but fat joe and jadakiss and shit for sure and just like making friends in the rap game mm-hmm. meanwhile from 50's perspective it's like no if you're g-unit you're basically like a fucking gang member you can't fuck with anyone that we don't fuck with and that's it's it's hard or we, it's weird to put someone in that box, especially if it's someone like you who's trying to really push his career. Yeah, but he
1: he never like he never quote unquote like I like it's no I don't have no paperwork on him. Right. So like my whole thing with him was just to try to give him the opportunity that I felt like he probably couldn't have got on his own, mm. and the potential that me and Wine seen when we first got around him and that shit just was evident like. I felt like he could do a whole, it's like still can't do shit behind the microphone that I can't do. Nigga just extra freaking good at that shit. You know what I'm saying? And all the personality, and all the spunk he got about himself is some shit that he worked and cultivated to have him a foundation to, to make it into a band camp and we eat the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wanted to use whatever I had to help the nigga out. So like, him being obligated to include me or... Always bring me up or make sure that I'm involved in whatever skill he got going on is that's a false narrative. Like it's, it's one that's not needed either. You know what I'm saying? It's meant for him to go have his own lane, spread his wings, and be sweet. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like niggas need to be marquee niggas in their own way.
0: Interesting. So you feel like uh, a lot of the the cliques and the territorialism and rap is just like not something you're interested in propagating.
1: I got a lot of time to do a whole lot of other shit than be trying to be mad at what another nigga eating, who he eating it with, and why he hanging with him, and I ain't hanging with it. Man, listen. We got homies that's mutual. We got homies that's not mutual. He got shit that's going for him, and that's for him. I got shit that's going for me, that's for me. But when it come to us, we us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't got no riffs, no problems at all. So that's the only thing that really mattered to us. But as far as... Niggas feeling like you gotta have your hands and shit because the world think you have some ha- your hands and shit anyway. Like that ain't how it go. Mm. Like a mother told me, like, oh, I know why you chilling, bitch. You, you got you and with Skilla, you just sitting back making money. I'm like, bro, I don't make a dollar off that man. Mm. Never have. You feel me? Like that's not that's not what I was in it for, for him.
0: Is there? Part of you that worries about you know getting older in rap?
1: Nah, because Snoop Dogg still got a podcast and he be hooping and he's in movies and he be playing a video game and he still smoke weed mm-hmm. and he rich as f- and E Forty got cooking foods and recipes and liquors and he got a sweet ass f- house with a low low-cart tree in the backyard and he rich as. F- and Fat Joe rich as f*** and he old as f***. And Jadakus old as f*** and he rich as f***. Brooke Ross old as f*** and he rich as f***. So shit, hell no. You feel me? Them niggas can drop whenever they want to and it be cool. And you know what I'm saying? They court fan base eat it up. They get invited to all the awards. They looked at as legends because they are. Like, hell no, I don't look at that shit. I'm old. I'm 30. You feel me? I'm not no kid with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So like you said earlier, like what, where I look like, where do I feel like I am as far as my career? I'm in the third quarter. You feel me? I'm in the third quarter and I'm down 15. But this shit a game of runs. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of motherfuckers Damn there. Anybody you put me in a box with can't with me. You know what I'm saying? I really can rap, good as hell. Like, got substance, all that. I can sing. I write all my own music. Like I got a whole lot of shit that I ain't even put out yet. That we ain't even got a chance to go off into. You Cause, know what I'm saying because
0: like okay, the position that you're in in your career is like 99 percent of rappers will never blow up at all or mm-hmm. have like even a moment of people being excited about them. Right, but then once you've actually done that, once you've had a year or two years where you're like really like climbing and like people are really getting excited about you. Then begins the hard part. Mm-hmm. You're not a new artist anymore. People are used to seeing you, and there's like a certain percentage of the audience that only wants to listen to an artist when they first come out. And then it's just like We're you. name here, buddy? Well, yeah, to a certain extent, unless you're able to get yourself into the position of a Rick Ross or a Jadakiss or a Currency. Even when we talk about dudes who are more like on an independent level, or a Wiz Khalifa or whatever, who's just able to sort of like. Have their thing that they do and they have their hardcore fan base But like to keep yourself in the conversation in that long run once you're done being a new artist Really separates the men from the boys Mm -hmm. No, for sure But you like The Baby product has always been kind of focused on you being a very like good inventive Lyricist, Mm -hmm. I know you just took yourself out of the lyricist box earlier But I still think that that's like a big part of what people find appealing about you, you know?
1: I like to hope so. I I like to think so. i would be wanting to think so, you know? But yeah, there's certain things that I feel like I've yet to have a, a direct swing at what I really want to do as far as proving it ain't no such thing as. Oversaturation. Mm. So yeah, I'm. Um, I'm a flood one time, and I'm a finally drop an album with songs that I feel like is album worthy songs.
0: So you feel like every album you put out I, feel like I, never, what, I never, never dropped an album. It? Oh, it's everything's a mixtape. Okay. Yeah. But you've never. You don't feel like you have a defining a a, a, a no. career project. Body or body,
1: if anything, but as a it mixtape.
0: Right. But do you have to do something that's like way outside of the realm of what you normally do in order for it to feel like an album? Like, do you have to make weird pop hits songs for the girls? Do you have do you have Do you need a reggaeton song? <laughs> like, how different? Or can you just do your thing and just have it be the best personification of your style?
1: That part. Really. That part.
0: But it doesn't have to cover the full spectrum. Yeah, you
1: ain't gotta go put a glitter suit on and no shit. <laughs> like, no, nah, you don't gotta do that. But mm. you do have to show. You do gotta give him a reason for you to even have been dragging it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta give him a reason to say, like, okay, this, from the first beat, from the first piece of production they hear, you know what I'm saying? They need to understand that this is an album and not a mixtape. Hmm. And yeah, I know I got songs that sound like this is an album, and I'm holding on them for a minute for a reason. So I just wait patiently to do this shit the way that I want to do it. And I'm going to get a chance to do it one time, and it
0: is what it is. Are you more on like moving around, hustling, trying to get to every last dollar right now, or are you more like chilling at home? working on music, and or what's your balance between those two modes? Uh, like a uh, necessity, or like, like,
1: like, or you say saying like, like... Just
0: what? how do you prefer to exist? Because I feel like that's a big... Those are kind of like the two main types of dude you could be as a rapper. Some rappers just stay at home, focus on the music, stay in the studio, and then there's other dudes who are always on tour... They always doing weed promo ads on Instagram. They always selling <laughs> verses. They doing like every little thing that they could do to get every last yeah. five bands or whatever the fuck it is, you know.
1: Nah, um, I make a lot of money off my Twitch. Um,
0: Another I, thing that like works when you're home doesn't work at all when you're on the road for the most part.
1: Um, I've I've been booked for at least. Two weekends every month of the year for like the last six seven years, so I'm, I always got shows.
0: Fully staying home is not an option.
1: No, it never is. Yeah, like I have to, I have to like not take bookings and be like I'm chilling. I don't want to go out for a minute. I want to stay in the house for a couple weeks, play the game. But I always got shows like all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I got out of Asylum, like my royalties and all that type of shit like came back to me and whoop. So my, uh, whatever you call them other checks is way fucking bigger now. Really? You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I had the chance to be Philly, um independent. You know what I'm saying? In, in due time, like- Do I don't you prefer this? How soon or how not soon because I respect for the niggas that I'm fucking right now. You feel me? I, I fuck with them.
0: Do you prefer to be independent? Or do you feel like there's something kind of missing now that you don't have a label? You
1: know, I like labels. But I, I know I do want to see, you know what I'm saying? When we get there, I, I make sure I talk about it with you first.
0: Really? But why why did you never drop an album while you were on Asylum? Isn't that the whole fucking reason they signed you?
1: I made them $4.5 million, and I never had over a million dollars in my own possession. Mm. So, yeah.
0: And you could see that on the back end? of your. They
1: let me see it once I got on my contracts.
0: Really? Well, that was nice of them. You
1: know, once I got my contracts, they let me see it.
0: But now, like, you're acutely aware of exactly how valuable your catalog of music is every month. Does that motivate you? Like, oh, fuck, I got to really make more music, make music that spreads more, does that kinda feel like more pressure?
1: I got almost 3,000 early songs. So I I could drop a mixtape every month for the next 10, 15 years, 20 years, some shit like that. I don't know, five, six, seven songs a piece, EPs, yeah. I Got a lot of music and a lot of it is good. When I sing the checks, I just like, Oh, that's why this nigga had more Jerry than me. That's what the fuck I thought. I ain't there wasn't no pressure to make no more music. I love rapping. So I'm gonna go record and make new fucking content and new whatever all the time. A nigga don't gotta kick me in the ass and say go rap. Like when I leave, I just left the studio, came here, kick with you. When I leave here, I'm going back to the studio. Um I love recording. So that the the pressure to record is if I've been in the house. For a week and a half playing the game or almost two weeks and i ain't winning shit. all right bro go rap gotta go rap bro
0: mm.
1: yeah but the checks made me just look at like because i always i'm like man this nigga look like he living way better than me but I, this nigga don't be having more no shows to me i don't understand it you don't you not never performing bro like how is joe just looking like this and and then i see him streaming chess oh because you guys somebody streaming your shit.
0: Are you an artist who could work with a label or do you think that you're a little too, I don't know, like not commercial enough Or, or like the type of artist who's not willing to conform enough? I don't know. Your actual it. review of yourself as a signee, you're gonna give to yourself, okay? No
1: comment.
0: <laughs> I mean, because that's the question. Whenever I see all these labels signing fucking drill rappers, and I'm just like, wh- like, what, what vision do you have for this dude who's just rapping about some kid that he killed or whatever? Like, what the fuck is the label machine gonna do for that? It's not like I don't know what, what you're thinking. You're gonna add to this. And more often than not, that's exactly what happens is that, you know, a few years later I end up talking to the kid and they're like, yeah, they, they let and me out listen, my contract.
1: I, I've seen, and I don't <laughs> want to sound like that nigga, but I don't give because f- I can fight good. Man, I've seen a bunch of young niggas get deals, and niggas are not sweet. <laughs> niggas are not rapping about nothing. Beats basic. Niggas don't got no pizzazz. You feel me? Like... Um, nothing really stand out about a nigga besides his chain. I don't know, bro. Like, I, I think a lot of, lot of labels be hiring these A&Rs, but I ain't even gonna blame them on that side, but it's like they be feeling like they understand what's going on. They don't really know what's going on. Like, like oh, this guy in touch, so he gonna know how to get the right type of young artists we need. Bro, that nigga went to a private school. Like, he know motherfuckers from the rural area because of his family, but he went to a private school gang. Like, nigga, Michael Doherty is not your hipster. You feel me, this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Got nose ring and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro. I wouldn't understand what the f- you trying to say. So I know you wouldn't understand what you're trying to say when it comes towards me, you know? But I know for a fact it's people out there that got a brain that understand and like, I had an opportunity to sign with major labels, a couple different ways. We did what we felt like we wanted to do. In order for the offer to be what it needs to be, from multiple labels, you know what I'm saying. And I just want to walk into any situation, be in the best me, so they can do this shit the right way, you know. But I'm not rushing that. I'm not rushing that at all.
0: Do you have like a sense that the rap game's f-ed up, or do you feel like things are all right? Uh, man, no.
1: No, what's wrong with it?
0: Niggas making money. We get free
1: shit. <laughs> f- yeah.
0: A lot of weed. <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck is wrong with the rap game?
0: How'd you meet Vaughn early on? Ah, uh, my brother. Uh my boy too. Like,
1: I tell my f- if I had a real rap friend. You know what I'm saying? Like a real rapper friend, like it was Vine. Like that was really my homie. You feel me? I met him from T and Dirk being as cool as they were early off, you know what I'm saying? Like in T career. Right. Like um, me, Buka, Recipes, McAdoo, Vine. Like, it used to be, we used to be in Atlanta. I think the first time I met Dirk, we was at Patchwork, mm-hmm. you know, and I was trying to um, buy some lien from him. He wouldn't let me pay for it, and he just gave it to me for free. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cool, nigga. Super cool, You always been cool with me. But like, T and Dirk was kicking it, you know what I'm saying? So like, I would be kicking it with like Vine type shit. Mm-hmm. Vine and Buka, per se. And, like, that's how the um, depressing record even came about because we all was cool. And I was down there recording at Astros, and I told uh, Booking them to pull up on me, Booking and Vine. He pulled up on me, and then I recorded two songs. I did one song by myself, and then Vine was telling me he was about to start rapping. So I'm like, all right, I'm about to give you a song, nigga. I'm like, nigga, I'm going to start the bitch off, bro, and nigga, you just motherfucking finish it. And the song was pressing
0: that's crazy that you were doing him a favor and then it ended up being a a huge thing for you as Well, it's trippy when it works out like that.
1: Yeah, like when I gave him the verse He didn't record the he didn't record his verse for two years Yeah, like I gave him the verse And then he didn't record shit like two years later For sure for sure because like I was rapping rapping and he wasn't like he had he had just started like he wasn't even fully like he was trying to fuck around with it. And then, you know, he yeah, had went to jail again. And then he was on house arrest. You remember when he was on house arrest? That's when he recorded the present verse. So you remember that's like that's a long ass time in between.
0: Mm.
1: He did the present verse when he was on house arrest. And he FaceTime me, he like, nigga. I ain't gonna lie, that bitch hard. I'm like, Man, let me hear it. Played that motherfucker. I remember like yesterday, nigga yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. When you gave him the verse, was it because you thought he had talent as a rapper, or was it just because you were fucking with him as a person?
1: Because he was my man. Mm. I ain't know what the fuck he sounded like as you a really, rapper. You
0: really? You ain't even heard of shit, really?
1: No, I didn't. Never knew. I ne- had never heard a rap lyric. Right. Like that was just my homeboy, like Booker. Because you know Booker was. Um, I don't think Booker had even. Started, I don't know how long Booker been rapping, but I know. I didn't know of Buka to start like really doing some music to like probably like a year after I met him though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he has, I don't know if he ever released it. He had this a song called Pesos. But, yeah, like Buka can make good ass music too. You feel me? But yeah, I did it just because I fucked with Vine. Like that was my homie. And how we shot the video, because we was trying to put it together for a long ass time, but how we shot the video, Nigga, we both end up getting booked in Louisville. Um on the same show. And I'm just like, nigga, let's shoot the fucking video. And I'm like, bet. Alright, bet. And we linked up and we shot the fucking video. It was all type of different motherfuckers in that video too. Two K Baby was in there. Mm. Um Thirty Deep Grammy was in there.
0: Free his ass.
1: Free Grimy. Free Grimy. <laughs>
0: That's my boy. I thought I remember interviewing him and just feeling like he had so much star power.
1: He is he, like his energy, like nigga, that smile, you feel me, you get to seeing them go, it's like yeah. Yeah, he does look That's like That's my boy. A
0: little evil gremlin type vibe. For
1: real. <laughs> but he, he like when he on certain songs. It's certain songs he got where that shit just is is fully on display. Mm-hmm. How much how far he could go. You feel me? I guess another nigga that I be I be trying to keep up with, name uh, O G C K. You know who that is? No. Man, listen. He made good fucking music, and I think he locked up again. I think he locked up again. But like, that nigga's a, a good song maker. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like niggas like them, I don't know. I would be wondering if niggas be telling them how much potential they got.
0: Mm.
1: Like. Do a nigga like that's why I be trying to anybody that I see doing some music. If I think if I buy my head to it, it's kind of sweet. It don't take nothing but thirty seconds to tell ass, like, hey bro, your shit fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like bro, that shit sweet. Keep going, woo. And you know you never know, man. That shit might prolong a career, uh, uh, stop a motherfucker from giving up or something. You feel me, real quick.
0: But do you have that dream of being like a, a Gucci or a Rick Ross who has all these artists signed? Is that something you? Hell no. You see for yourself. No,
1: I I I got a dream of my music leading off into so much other stuff. Mm. Like I want my music to be the catapult to me acting to me. Doing voiceovers for cartoons to me, having a sports analyst show to yeah, me. No, I was about to say that one. A cooking show, like being more prevalent in the video game scene. Like, yeah, I want that's that's my dream. Like, I don't really want to be in in control or looked at as like the big CEO behind a bunch of different artists. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, at the end of the day, a motherfucker wanna wanna be who they are anyway. You know right. what I'm saying? So. I don't want to be still having a fat-ass umbrella over niggas thinking that they got to keep on representing what ever I embody.
0: Because you know it, it, it's like obviously you want your music career to blow, and mm-hmm. that that is a, a priority. But then at the same time, it's like you're building a personal brand as a person mm-hmm. that could be translated into so many different things. That's what I want. And, and that doesn't necessarily depend on you having a number one song, but it definitely does depend on you just, like, maintaining authenticity through your career. Through your and if you start chasing hits or success or whatever, that could very easily fuck up your authenticity to a certain no, extent.
1: Facts. facts. Like, I, don't, I, I never go in that bitch swinging for no home run. Like, when we catch one, we catch one. Mm-hmm. But I have no problem with making, like, good-ass fucking songs that you can't tell me it's not a great song. They ain't got to be a whole lot of choppers or another whatever the fuck, but I know I can make good music. I got fucking three gold records and one platinum one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And I know I got a lot of good music on ice, and I'm excited to drop it. Like I a a lot, a lot, a lot of features, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit where I don't sound like me, but it's still me, so...
0: But when you talk about stuff like the sports analyst thing or, like, being more in the video game space, is mm-hmm. that, like, you don't feel comfortable fully going in on those sort of ambitions because you want to remain focused on your rapping?
1: No, fuck no. I'll I fully start a sports show tomorrow. I, and I'm still going to rap. Like, I just, like, I if somewhere were to take notice that I have... Uh, Vast knowledge on sports. Come fuck with me, like Jaylen Rose, like Jaylen Rose. Fuck with me. That's on You know what I'm saying? I know. He said he gonna do some shit. Ooh, ooh, you feel me? Where he was trying to build like a production company in Detroit or something like that. I don't know if I supposed to said that, but it might not have been no secret or no shit.
0: I mean, Cameron and Mace are really leading the charge. That's just sweet. That they shit is so popular and came out, of, came out of the middle of nowhere because you never saw either of them doing anything indicating that they wanted to be like doing this sort of shit before and all of a sudden they're doing it and it's insanely popular.
1: No, they That's crazy
0: insane. to see. They and they as fucking as hated each other for like 20 years.
1: Yeah, over a high school game.
0: <laughs> yeah, over like fucking nothing from their uh, the early days of their rap careers. Mm-hmm. That's a wild narrative. Um, what happened to The Finger?
1: Motherfucking
0: gunshot. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah,
1: that's the only thing that could happen to it. What happened? Um, some robbery shit gone wrong. You feel uh-huh. me?
0: So not your some somebody shot you. Not you that shot part. yourself because that you was sh- I saw some rumors of people acting like you might have done it yourself. Okay. Impossible. Right. Some robbery shit though. So that's. Uh,
1: there's yeah, some shit that that happened, and yeah, we live somewhere else.
0: Right. Damn, also, was that the crib? Yeah. Fuck. That's got to fuck up your uh, sense of security.
1: Nah, not for real shit happened. Shit happened. Still walking, still breathing, still can make money.
0: What's it like not having the finger? It's like...
1: I look like my granddaddy. My granddaddy missing a finger. Really? You feel me? I call that nigga talking between us.
0: (laughs) I don't be tripping over it. Like, shit could be way worse. Right. It's kind of like you got your own swag now to a whole new extent.
1: No, I've been at my own sauce. Now it's just like I can crack jokes about something else. Like, everything funny in my life any fucking way. So, you feel me? I'm probably going to tattoo it or some shit like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just throwing the bitch off of my videos, put it on bitches butt, like
0: it's a very hip hop thing to uh have like you know, Playboy Cardi with the giant blotch on his face. It's like you take the thing that makes you a little out of the ordinary and you just kinda make it your own thing.
1: Oh, you're supposed to. Like it's it's a life that a nigga living that you know shit like that might happen, you feel me? It ain't the first time bullets have been shot at me. It ain't the first time I almost died. It ain't the first time. It might not be the last time. Just got for as You feel me? Here's what it is. A nigga, I had to use a gun, and the gun have been used on me. Here's what it is.
0: Yeah, damn. That's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, it's some. I was like 11 the first time a nigga told me to hold a gun. Really? Hell yeah. Put this up. Face ass.
0: So do you move around differently now, or is it? I mean, you said you moved.
1: I didn't have security that day, but, like, I probably, like, nine times out of ten have security when I'm moving, but not all the time.
0: You managed to keep that out of the media for the most part, too, right?
1: Yeah, because it really wasn't nothing to talk about. It was an open case.
0: It's still an open case?
1: No, it was.
0: Oh, okay. It's open case. But somebody got arrested in regards to it? Really?
1: I that was going to happen.
0: Because you would never talk? <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Another long pause. <laughs> I mean, it just feels like it would be like losing an old friend.
1: No, nah, losing an old friend is like losing an old friend.
0: Right, but I mean, you know, your finger has just always been there for you.
1: I got ice it out or something.
0: Does it fuck with you as a gamer? Because that top left button, I guess your middle finger could hit that shit. Nope, button. middle finger. Middle finger now.
1: Middle finger, trigger finger.
0: <laughs> right. Damn. Yeah, because we were talking about this for so long. Like, because we weren't really on great terms. And I remember me and certain people just being like, Look at the, like, in this one video, like, look, look, you can kind of see it right there. Like, we fucking... Yeah, all was trying to get a clear view of it? Yeah, because I couldn't just, like, ask you because we were, like, with each other. So, we're all trying to figure it out. Like, could you, you, did you try to hide it for a little while? Because I, like, interviewed you while you had no, a fucking my cast shit, on,
1: right? Yeah, my shit was wrapped up, though. So, it wasn't like I was hiding it. Like, yeah. it was
0: fucking wrapped up. I think, like, one of the employees actually was like, yo, I think his fingers missed. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how am I going to figure it out? kind of awkward you know you don't want to just like bring that shit up no it is
1: what it is man everything everything is awkward everything could be weird it's mm. all about how you interpret it man right there been so much serious shit going on bro I don't be tripping on that no more.
0: um Vaughn's Legend obviously has like grown a shitload since he's been gone, and now obviously La Ross did this documentary where he speculates that he might have like killed seven people. What uh, what's it like for you to see someone that you were close with all of a sudden have this insane lore about them?
1: I ain't watch it. I um, I don't know, man. Vine, was, Vine, was a boo dude, man. That was, and it was funny. He was genuine, you know what I'm saying? And I was my homie. Like, I don't really know nothing about him on his his other side. And that wasn't a side that, that nobody knew for real, bro. Like, I know Lord Ross didn't know it for real, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's putting it together based on... Social media shit and speculation on Reddit and whatever kind of stuff he can get his hands
1: on. This whole, this whole, I don't know how long the video is but this whole big ass put together videos about me and Doug, bro. And them bitches is 89% false.
0: Really? Literally. Because that's a beef that it's hard to find too much information about.
1: Because what the fuck is y'all trying to find it for, for one? (laughs) If it's like me and that man don't speak on each other. You know what I'm saying? Like in interviews or none of that type of shit. Like If you from the city, you know you know. You know what I'm saying? Just like with my hand, if you from the city, you know you know. Like I never gave a fuck to jump out and try to defend it or explain what the fuck happened to my hand, it's my business. Mm -hmm. You feel me, at the end of the day, the day at the end. Secondly, with me and bro, you know what I'm saying? With we'll, we'll, we'll do like any videos that a motherfucker got put together on the internet about me and that niggas, like bro, how could y'all possibly know anything that me and that niggas into it about? Like, y'all just couldn't know, y'all couldn't know. But I'm telling y'all, my mouth, like I done seen the thumbnails of the videos and all that shit, like, while I've been on stream, you know, I done seen it. I ain't watch it. I ain't click it. You feel me? And I just noticed. Well, like, I think it was one that I did, like, kind of halfway watching. That's why I know, like, this shit is like a bunch of cap in there. You feel me? Because they just saying shit that just don't make sense. But, yeah, man.
0: But so the Doug thing is, like, a rare situation nowadays where you're you have issues with somebody who is... Also, the type of guy who's not going to just talk about it online, like most people these days. So when you have I two mean, people that aren't trying to volunteer information, there's just a massive desire for somebody who's going to break it down in a YouTube video. So, like, the dude who does it is going to get a hell of views, even if he has no f-ing clue and doesn't actually have much f-ing information to go on.
1: But you're going to have to just make some shit up, bro, because... Nigga, what the where, where is, where is it? Where, to Pull Up, Pull Up beside Baby, this song. You can't, bro, I ain't never released no song that got the parentheses, this song in it. I ain't never released no song where I'm blatantly saying, fuck, blank, blank or a fuck, blank, blank, blank. just not your style. Oh, man, shit ain't gangster. Well, I'm telling y'all I got a problem with this, man? Because like if I actually got a problem with somebody and I done told y'all in my music for years what I'm going to do to this nigga, and then something happened to him, and my phone pinging in the area. You know how police get all that type of shit. You feel me? Like, there's no way I'm be able to have it because I've been telling y'all for years in my music that, like, no, bro, I don't make this songs and that, and I don't even know what to diss that nigga about. Like, the situation, it ain't, it ain't in my hands or his hands. You feel me? Like, it'll be in our hands to wanna move it in a different direction, but as far as us saying, like, or me saying like, nigga, yeah, I'm just uh, uh, fuck everything. I like, I don't, I don't know that nigga. You feel me?
0: Respect. But also, when we talk about Vaughn, that's the motherfucker who understood the value of beef because. He from he, Chicago though. Like, <laughs> he like, was going crazy on duck up until the moment that it wasn't really useful to him anymore because he was getting so big. And granted, he might have had some valid reasons because there was shit talk going back and forth with girls and all this type of stuff. But he just eagerly hops into it with young boy, realizing that he's got to do battle with the best in order to be the greatest and realizing that his street reputation might have been bigger than young boys. Obviously, this did not work out well in the long run, but that was someone who. You just got to see like a, a a test case of just what it's like to be a rapper who's down to just go at it with whoever, because most people are a bit more reserved. I mean, don't necessarily want to throw gas on the fire.
1: You don't want to do that though, bro. Like that ain't that ain't that ain't what he intended to do neither though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. As a nigga, he was on what he was on. Like he wasn't he wasn't faking no funk with whatever his emotion was, you feel me? Nigga. I think he had it said in his, his man that nigga when he seen that man, he was gonna put his hands on him. You feel me? In that? And and shit where well, how it went. I wish it did not go that, but it did.
0: But if he had I, lived if he had lived a couple extra years, he would have probably been able to like mature to the point where he wouldn't have made a decision like that. But well, unfortunately, that situation happened, and it happened early on in his career. He didn't get a chance to really, you know, he's he, he was probably, like, institutionalized and shit. He was locked up for a long-ass time. He's not moving around like a, a person who has a lot to lose yet because he hadn't really, like, seen
1: yeah, what been a,
0: it would be like to lose it.
1: Byron would have been, like, the biggest motherfucker. Oh, my God. The biggest rapper out of Chicago. For sure. Yeah, he'd have been the biggest rapper out of Chicago right now. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, them niggas, that's what they, that's they, you know, they Chicago niggas beef way. Chicago niggas and New York niggas beef way different than everybody else in the fucking country. Right. Like, it's beef in Detroit, but like to the certain extent that Chicago niggas and New York niggas go like to disrespect the other side. Like they, they niggas be bugging the fuck up, man.
0: But like, there's all the big. Detroit artists and shit, and then there's like a, l- a layer that's like a bit no, below a them no, no, who a, are dissing no, the fuck no, out no, of each yeah, other. Yeah, Shout out lie. my
1: man, Big Key. I knew he was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a it's
1: a layer. It's a layer of niggas that's for sure. They on that type of town for yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Back and forth. It's working right? out for some of them. They got you millions of my views nigga, off. My nigga Boom, about this shit. my Godfather man. Yeah, These niggas, yeah, they, they get to the, they get the pressing the buttons and don't give a fuck. You feel me? You but then all the
0: like really big rappers in Chicago or excuse me in Detroit don't really do much of the beef shit. It's kind of weird. What'd you say? Say it again? Like the big rappers in out of Detroit don't really do a lot of beefing in the music. Because why? Right. But because most of why? them didn't get big by doing that either. Because... For the, the most part.
1: You see what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm not about to, I'm not about to make no bunch of diss songs and I know every time I have a show, it's all bitches. Right. I might be rapping about this musty-ass nigga to these hoes. <laughs> no, bro. No, school, bro. Put the booty-shaking music on. Put the shoot them up my bang-bang on. I'm very good at making a whole disrespectful song aimed at nobody. Mm. Whole song just rile you up, you feel me? This will be on bang-bang-bang, you feel me? But it's not a diss song, I'm not aiming at nobody, you know?
0: What happened with you and the ESDG?
1: With me and G? What happened with me and G? All right, so what happened with me and G was um I was ranting on Instagram, you feel me? And it was by XXL. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, they had a couple of people on there that their first million view video was a song I'm featured on. And that was my whole, that was my argument. And I wasn't really trying to disrespect bro. You feel me? But he took it as I was trying to like little dog him and you know what I'm saying? And he, he like, nigga, I ain't need you for nothing and all that type of shit. And it just came off wrong. From, from my way, mm. you know what I'm saying, at the time, and he responded how he's supposed to respond, nigga, he's supposed to held his nuts. Like, it, it would've seemed like I was trying to horse him, but I was not though. I really, I, my, uh, I was mad at XXL. Like, my anger was towards them, you feel me? Because I felt like, in a way, it was some that they chose that, at the time, my trajectory and and what I had going on was way more stronger and compelling than what them niggas had going on. Mm. And that was my opinion. And I still feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the two times where I could have made freshman, I didn't get looked at at all. And that shit hurt. Like, it hurt me real bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a person who I, I want them awards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my credit for shit like that. So,
0: yeah, that shit fuck with me. So the whole thing about cause didn't ESTG get shot after you guys did a music video together? That ain't nothing to do with me. That that was actually like totally unrelated? Damn.
1: Hell yeah. Like that's when we still was friends. Right. They had nothing to do with me. Like what we was in Louisville. Like what he had what he got going on in Louisville, he been had going on in Louisville. You know what I'm saying? Like he really from down there. You mm. know what I'm saying? He ain't, like niggas be trying sticking with the football shit all the time, like bro. He's a nigga who played football good, bro. But you know what I'm saying? He been in the mix, so mm. that ain't had nothing to do with me, cause we had um like, what the f- happened right after the video shoot? We was about to go. We was about to go to the gas station, and then yeah, Wine was like, no, nah, we are gonna go. Uh, we might go down a little further or something. You feel me? Some, some, some um our ex. The 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 way we was going. It was going to be a, a gas station by the freeway, like, entrance. You feel me? So we went down, like, two more blocks. What's the name? We got we get to the gas station, get on the freeway, DM up, and probably not even, like, I'm talking about, like, not even, like, a full minute of us riding on the freeway, nigga. Um, it might have been Ricky or one of our people called and told us that they had just tried to shoot at them niggas or shot at them or something like that, but everybody was straight. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, like that's this that shit. That shit happened with me and him because I made an Instagram video just saying they had people on the list that they first million view video was with me. You but, know what I'm So is
0: that when you say that like now every time you're about to tweet something or say something, you just kind of stop yourself and don't tweet it? Is that like an an example of like something that if you had thought about it for an extra ten seconds, you would have been like, "Oh, I'm gonna say it like this" because I don't want to necessarily offend, homie.
1: Um. I think more than anything, like I still would have said it the exact same, but I would have, I probably would have sent him a message saying, like, don't, like, when you see this, don't think I'm trying to take no jab at you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I am not want to try and hold you, bro. Were you like, di- not at all.
0: Were you disappointed that Skiller didn't make the double XL cover?
1: Um, uh, I feel like he should have made it, but I feel like he's going to be a shoe in to make it next year, like, regardless. So
0: right yeah he's still building yeah w- like w- he's
1: still he's still getting it going but i feel like he could have made it easily this year i don't, I don't want to say i was disappointed because i don't think he was that mad about it
0: whenever i look at it i see a lot of people that i'm like i can just guarantee that the label was doing a lot of behind the scenes maneuvering to make this happen because you see people who are signed to certain labels who get on the double XL cover way early or who who never even end up having a fucking career at all and i just assume that there's got to be a lot of back seat dealings and that that's one of the kind of things that you would expect a label to be able to be useful for but i'm you know it's just it's a lot of making friends and stuff which is not necessarily something that you seem really like uh, dedicated to befriending everybody in the game so that you can get ahead you know yeah i don't
1: um i got i got like the the, the few rappers that i do f- with It's like it's probably like five of them you know what i'm saying yeah. i could call or text and they had text back or call it in a respectable manner but like i don't think none of them like my super duper <clears throat> Road dog, right hands, I talk to every day of the week or at least weekly at all. Like, I talk to them when I reach out or when they reach out, and you know. But as far as being extra cool with with other artists, just to like damn near latch on or I don't know, use some of their light to help me, I don't, I never really. I never really tried to get pushed over into that category, so I damn near cut cut the link up short.
0: Right. Yeah. Because you got into it with uh, academics like around the same time that you got into it with me. No, I
1: didn't wine got
0: into a Juan got into it right. Okay, I don't.
1: I did not get into a fucking academic.
0: That so. was kind of surreal for me to to watch academics do a stream talking about Juan. Man, I was listen, like, I never thought I, w- I would see that. We was on that.
1: the block and we w- I walked in the house and them niggas over there crying, laughing, got wine ass on the YouTube on the screen. <laughs> we looking at this shit. <laughs> They talking about Child Baby's goon, this <laughs> fucking manager. Did you get mad at me for it? Did they he go do so to the niggas that robbed him? And I'm like, why? Why you? And the only reason I was mad, Wine said so to us because even when Wine not even excited and like like trying to cut somebody out, he will fuck around and miss some words in the text message. So I knew like whatever he sent him, he missed a couple words and it was in all caps. And I'm just. Oh,
0: Wasn't God. ready to survive the scrutiny of academics reading it in a dramatic like, voice on stream.
1: He like, but why? Why I took it like, like he knew there's a chance of me being mad at it. You hear me? So he called me like, "Bitch, don't be mad at me." <laughs> and I'm like, "What happened?" He like, "Man, I don't went viral." Oh, academic shit. I'm like, for what? He like, cause I tried to cuss him out about posting the boy video. Woo-woo. And I got up and checked my feed, and I'm just like, man, this nigga here. <laughs> yeah, Juan, EastsideJuan99. He put that nigga whole Instagram up there, all That shit was hilarious.
0: But he's not here today. Is he still on the team or what? No, Juan around. Okay.
1: Yeah, he here. He in LA.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. When I didn't see him here, I was like, "Ooh, a change." No, nah, he was skiller. Oh, okay. Yeah, he here. Interesting. Um Have you done shrooms since that one time that we did them? Yeah. You did it more.
1: Yeah, I had I had I had a I had a uh a almost bad trip, but it wasn't really a bad trip. It was just was like I'm not never eating that many shrooms again.
0: Were you eating actual shrooms or eating some kind of candy? Like real shrooms. Okay. Um it's
1: a fucking, uh I forgot what they was called.
0: Where were you at that you even wanted to do um, this? I was
1: at home. Was at by home. yourself? Yeah, like I was eating them because I'm like, okay, you can lock you in off of them. You feel me? So I was, I was treating them like it like was like a natural Adderall or something. You mm-hmm. feel me? But the bitches ended up giving me a hassle. Like I, I took them, I took them, and I started trying to play Call of Duty. <laughs> Played first game, good. And then in the middle of the second game, them bitches kicked in hard. I'm like, damn. I finished the game, I tell bro, I'm like, bro, hold on. Y'all need to wait for me, and I'll be back. And I went to go lay down. Yeah, was just hot. <laughs> got in the shower, changed pajamas, got in the shower, changed pajamas, then stayed in the shower. You hear me? And I can see, like, my TV from the bathroom. So I'm watching a movie while I'm in the shower just chilling. Because
0: like, <laughs> like, this shit feel crazy. Yeah, it's a little freaky for me. Yeah, I ain't like it. I don't it. like it. I ain't like
1: it. I ain't like it at all. I didn't like it, and when I finally came down, I'm like, nigga, I'm never ever eating that many mushrooms again.
0: Really? I'm glad I was at the crib though. But so you could do a small amount though, you'd still be interested yeah, in
1: Yeah, I that. do a little. My, I do. I do like a little. You got some? Uh,
0: I don't. Oh, you ain't got none. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say. we could
1: we trip real quick.
0: Amber Rose was just in here, and she was telling me that she did uh, ketamine therapy. That I'm cool. Small amounts of horse tranquilizer every day.
1: I'm cool. I don't need, <laughs> like kettle corn. <laughs>
0: Which, which it of course is related to. Um, nah, I uh, I snorted some ketamine in some warehouses nah, back man. in the day, but yeah, stop that shit. No, I was, I was young, okay, not really. I was in my early 30s. See, look, you know, some bullshit. Have you tried the whoops? No, nah, man, as a blood seems like you might want to try them out.
1: That's what I'm saying, right? Is it what is they, uh, fruit Loops?
0: Uh, yeah, basically, you just put Fruit Loops in there, yeah. He doesn't even have a real cereal. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit. I'm gonna expose him. Oh
1: man, damn! You over whooping or you got you gonna expose him for real?
0: Uh, no, but I mean, yeah, it's for loops basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's really like. Oh wait, the so I'm sorry.
1: Person, same person made Durkios made
0: him. No, the Durkios was like a promotional thing for one of his albums a couple years ago, maybe like five years ago or some shit, and then FYBJ Man came in here, saw it. And started kind of like jokingly hating on it. And then that motivated him to make his own cereal, which is, you know, based around the Durkios, which is pretty crazy to think about.
1: That's crazy, though. That's the, that's the origin of share. that. Damn, B's got cereal?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Somehow we've collected three rapper cereals. I know
1: B's
0: cereal, that's hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, Jason Lee gave me a Mandingo Hall of Fame award, but yeah, I seem to go. Yeah, I wouldn't go ask about that. Man. I was talking to him about it last night. Um, Amber, oh yeah, I already told you about the ketamine, right? Don't snort it. But I was with her last night too. Is that the fucking? I went to this crazy party last night. Stayed out. I only get a lot of sleep. So if I seem a little bit like wonky on this interview,
1: what'd you do? Man? No man. What? You was Ambrose doing what?
0: I don't know. Talking about bitches, basically. Oh man, the one nigga made a song about your wife. Who? Uh Richard. Oh yeah, I didn't listen to it. He keeps tagging me and I refuse to listen to it. If he he comes here, I'll react to it. You serious? Yeah, I haven't heard it. You really ain't listened to the song? No. Is it good? I'm not saying nothing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, he can say whatever he wants. He's a comedian. saying you know? gonna fuck around making a song about me on King David. Oh King David, shorty. Yeah, right here. He's gonna put this on. His you experience. know who I am. <laughs> you like that though? That's like gang comedy.
1: No, he like so, same with J. Man. Right. So, his, so like that's that's his that's his that's his that's his on camera thing or this that's, that's him off camera. He's a little more chill off
0: camera okay, for sure. Man.
1: That's fire. Yeah, that's fire. As long as if he turn on turn up, that's code,
0: But I feel like if an op ran up on him, he would be on the exact thing that he is on Instagram, <laughs> right? He'd turn right up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If somebody like was trying to fight him, for sure, because he just like is always acting like that version of yourself that you turn into when you're about to have to fight somebody. You know, how you just start mm-hmm. acting like a wrestler and just saying all this crazy tough shit when you're about to have to fight. Yeah, monikers. <laughs> You say all slogans.
1: <laughs> like you don't say nothing that makes sense for real. You just saying all slogans. <laughs> you say all slogans. Don't say nothing that, that actually makes sense.
0: But it's all like to the same shit. mentality when you're like doing ad libs to like start a rap song, kind of. Yeah, like hmm. Like, especially with me. You know yeah. who the fuck it is.
1: Uh, you want you kind of want to stay away well, from that's that. Kind of old, yeah. yeah, you don't really want to run that one. Like, like check it, check it. Like well, no. Nah. You know. Like nothing with a CH. Yeah. Like
0: nah, all that shit. These are ad-lib rules. I'm just saying the ones that's kind of stale. Yeah. Never really even had to think about it. Nah, that's
1: good. You (laughs) think about it more if you had some mushrooms, though. You had some mushrooms next time.
0: Yeah, I'd be over whooping if I had some mushrooms. I don't know, I'm not really trying to do that to myself. That's not how I want to spend my Friday night. Today Friday? Yeah. That's a very rapper thing of you to not know what day of the week it is. Yeah, I get my nieces. How did it feel when I Facetimed you with Crip Mac? I was just about to ask you, but we're <laughs> nifty, nifty man. At. I thought about having him on this episode, but to be honest, he tends to kind of like consume the podcast. It kind of becomes very much the Crip Mac show. Elaborate. So I would like that to happen. Well, to say that he has main character syndrome would be an understatement for sure. Um. I would like to get you guys together though, but I felt like we had to kinda of like catch no, up sure. before we were able to bring in
1: I just seen I thought he was starting a show.
0: A show? Yep. Uh he okay. has a show called Mac Ventures with China Mac. Yeah, no, no. Um no, not that one. Uh with Spiffy Spiffy. He got he got a joint show with Spiffy or something. Spiffy Luciano.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, uh, I just seen this. Oh, Bad as fan
1: Conversations with Spiff Mac.
0: Really? wow
1: that's what i'm saying yeah man
0: he's doing a lot of things you taught him how to be a
1: motherfucking uh podcaster
0: and he taught me how to be that's very nifty he taught me how to be nifty what he's gotta go you're on a schedule Uh, i guess (laughs) do you know where you're going I think that's this fucking studio. You hear that? What the fuck is that cement truck? Yeah, the new y'all got the new uh, Compound on a, a landfill. That's crazy. I never heard a noise that loud while I was here. It was insanely loud I don't know if yeah, you, no, I,
1: uh, you said I got going on I got um, This is doing press for the CD that's gonna come out on my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Nice. Yeah, I listened to it on the drive here
1: Who gave you the fucking CD? I
0: don't know. I got an email with the link. It's Where'd the that, that come from Laura? The team handles it over. I won't leak it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it.
1: Don't worry about it.
0: I don't have a a history of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Why? Why should? Why should the people out there be a Sada Baby fan? It's like the dumbest, lamest question I could think of, but it's kind of funny. Mm. Because you could hit us over the head with a fire answer, and it would like make up for the lameness of the question. Because
1: some shit that you probably think, some shit that you probably think that you like. From a new artist That you listen to You'd love it Coming from my way Cause I'd probably do it better And I'm just I'm a real boo dude man Like I like America's most interesting blood <laughs> Like You know what I'm saying One day I'm listening to Nathaniel Cano, Next day I'm listening to Cher mm. Next day I'm listening to Peso Pluma. And next day I'm listening to motherfucking.
0: Peso Peso. Uh,
1: motherfucking Debo. What's that one song? I like I'm Debo. They think that she love me, not at all. You know that song? No. You know that
0: song it from sounds the Sounds
1: no. I ain't gonna lie, that shit hurt. I can't you it, it's a little light-skinned um, girl with the dreads.
0: Huh.
1: Or I'd be listening to Kamaya.
0: Ooh, love you feel
1: me, nigga? Nigga, or I just go back to my good old corridos. Like, you got to come check it out over here, man. We have fun.
0: You listen to the
1: Corritos? Yeah, man.
0: I'm like a, I'm like a young Chilino Sanchez. Is that the other thing you talk about in your Mexican group chat?
1: Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> they
0: put you under the corridos. Yeah. Okay. Do you even speak Spanish? Aren't they all yeah, Spanish? Yeah, Chega la Minga. Oh, there you go. I don't know what that means, but... I do. I live right next to Mexico, and I don't know a lick of it. You
1: better Spanish. go over there. Yeah. Get you a motherfucking shrimp cocktail, houseway.
0: I see my fucking housekeeper teaching my kids Spanish, and I'm realizing that she's gonna have way better Spanish I'm than me.
1: Like uh, Dick and Jane, they gonna call home and they ain't gonna believe that's your house because your kid gonna be speaking Spanish to me. My- Hola.
0: <laughs> yep. Hola. Hola. <laughs> so it's, it's still big bloods out here.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of bloods everywhere.
0: Very, very bloody. You keeping it bloody?
1: There's a lot of bloods everywhere. Um Pyro.
0: Ooh. I just
1: met YG like two days ago.
0: How was that? Cool as hell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I fuck with him.
0: Legend. Facts. Well, I'm gonna show you this dude's Snoopy Badass. He's very, very high quality blood. Great American. hmm Um, all right, man, Sada baby. It was great catching up. I'll be back. I wish you the best of luck in your career. You should definitely become a podcaster.
1: We're going to figure it out. Yeah, man. I got to understand the right way to do it.
0: Mm. Interesting. It's a lot to think about. All right. Sada, baby. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. And uh, go turn my guy here up on all. Official streaming services do not boycott or uh, do not bootleg his music. Don't bootleg my shit. No bootlegging.